Hello, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field report. Looks like the winter of 2021 is going to be more like those of the past when it actually did get cold and snowed a lot. Be patient, this too will pass. Farmers are starting to submit seed samples to the seed lab. Katie has emailed out the info on that. With COVID restrictions, the seed labs are telling us to send samples sooner than later. Once they get covered up, there's not much they can do to speed things up. Questions have been coming in on who should be testing and what fields to be tested and which seeds to test and so on. With soybeans, you know, we're looking at a warm test and a cold test. The cold test is the one we need the most. The warm test from the lab is not always, but usually higher than what's stated on the tag. Not uncommon to see 90 or 95% warm germ on the tag and the lab reports would come in at 95 to 98. The cold test is the indicator of how your seed will handle cool wet conditions at planting. Now not many seed tags give you a cold score. As we plant beans earlier and earlier, the cold score becomes more valuable. Last year, we had some of these beans in the ground over 35 days in those cold soils. Bean lots or varieties can have a great warm score and a poor cold score. If you're planting these beans at normal times in warm soils, the cold score is really not a concern. But if we plant these early in cold conditions, the story will be different. Cold scores will be a good indicator of stand establishment issues. The question is, should I only get the beans I plant early checked for cold scores? Well, this would be a possibility. The question is, what are your plans if it comes back with a poor cold score? Trying to exchange treated seed gets a little tricky. Returning seed because of a poor warm score is one thing, but returning seed with a poor cold score because you want to plant it in cold wet conditions is another. A lot of our customers test all lots and then they decide which ones to plant early. But for sure testing the ones you plan to plant early would be a good idea. Last year we found out lots with poor poor cold germs really struggled with stand establishment when they got planted early. Do not forget Beans planted early should be treated with an insecticide and a fungicide. Be sure you have some protection for the SDS. The seed treatments usually improve the cold scores. On the corn side, we're looking at cold germ and saturated and or accelerated aging scores. Saturated cold and accelerated score aging scores give us a good indicator on how your hybrid can handle tough conditions like last spring when some corn was in the ground 35 to 40 days. The lots with good scores are the ones we plant when conditions are warm enough to get the seed swelled, getting us around seed chilling, but the forecast indicates soil temperatures may be dropping before the corn emerges. Corn with a good warm and cold score will do just fine if you don't leave it in the ground for a month.
But if you're going to push conditions, having more information to work with is a big help. Another test we run on corn is pericarp test. This is where the lab dips your corn in a dye, pulls her out, then rinses it off and looks to see if any of the dye penetrated through the pericarp. When dye shows up below the pericarp, we know the pericarp's got a crack in it. If the pericarp is cracked in that embryo axis, that indented area on the seed, they will list it as severe damage on your report. If you're applying fertilizer in furrow, on or below the seed, the seed with the cracks in the embryo axis usually get taken out by saltburn. Based on our plot work, when severe damage gets above 6%, we need to start using caution when it comes to inferral starters. At 10%, I would recommend shutting off your inferral starter. You can still apply your 2x2. Two two. Seed with good germination scores but poor pericarp score is still good seed and will not be a problem unless you're using inferral starters. If you're not running an inferral starter, I'm not sure you need a pericarp score. When it comes to pericarp issues, we tend to see more in the round seed than we do the flat. This is because some of the round seed has extruding plumules, leaving the embryo more exposed to damage during handling. With that said, we have seen good and poor scores in both rounds and flats, but the tendency is more poor scores in the rounds. Now the stewardship your seed company implements at the seed house makes a big difference when it comes to seed quality. Every year our poor samples come from internet brokered seed or seed coming from discount suppliers. Now I'm not saying we don't see good lots coming from there as well, but that is where we see some of the toughest seed samples that come through here. It is cheaper for seed suppliers to release the seed into the broker market than it is to have pay to have it destroyed. If the price looks too good to be true, buyer beware. Anyone sitting on carryover seed in the shed from last year, it must be tested. 2019 seed carried over from Preventa plant that was stored on the farm, in many cases, wasn't worth planting. There's a reason why seed companies want that seed returned ASAP, and they spend big bucks on environmentally controlled seed houses. If you have carryover, if you carried over seed and you're too cheap to get it tested, please don't sprinkle it over the top of the planter thinking you'll blend it out. We might or might not have seen that last year, but I'm just saying. Use it to set your planter on that first day. That's a good place. When you're out there, you know it's not right, but you want to get the planter bugs out, that's a good place for this seed. But one thing you want to do is keep it all together. It makes the replant decisions a lot easier. So again, now is the time to get the wheels turning on this 2021 chore. Last year, some samples sent in late didn't make the turnaround before the growers planted them. In one case, the grower decided he couldn't wait any longer, so he picked two hybrids and started planting. As fate would have it, the results the results showed up the next day and those two were his worst scoring lots.
Both had to be replanted. But at least he had the test results for the replant seed. I know not all your seed is in-house yet, but waiting for it all to be delivered could create a time crunch in this world of COVID. Don't forget to take time to send in your soil testing orders so we can get the field maps ready for the guys. Next Thursday will be our first of two annual winter meetings where we go over all of the 2020 plot results. This meeting is only open to our soil testing customers. There will not be an open registration for non-customers like there was for the Beyond the Basics. As we finish up the plot results from 2020, we're laying out the plot protocols for 2021. If you have anything that you'd like to add to our plot list, let us know as we're starting to work with plot suppliers to get all these things in order. To stay up to date, check out our website at croptechinc.com and subscribe to our podcast, Boots in the Field Report. Keep her safe, keep her moving.